0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Twin <laughs> Podcast, episode three. I'm Rich Woods, and
1: I'm Zhanka And We're definitely
0: recording this time. <laughs> we recorded like ten minutes, and um, we weren't. We were, well, we we talked for ten minutes. We <laughs> <record>. <laughs> So, do you want to tell us about your car fire? Tell us about the car fire. That was oh, a good one. Okay. It's the best way to start an episode so. the best way to start a podcast episode <laughs> um
1: so as you guys know um may you know uh, there was a, a honor event in London this week where they announced the 120 and I was there and so I woke up at 5 a.m on Tuesday to drive to the airport and my car just broke it's it caught fire like uh I was what 30 30 miles away from home already and it just um uh, yeah it got fired it kind of made a sort of exploding noise nothing very visible just started smoking everywhere and then I opened it and it was on fire so
0: <laughs> oh my god uh, was... yeah you're a real trooper for for making the trip after that I I don't think I would have been able to do it um because I mean obviously I guess you had to call the fire department to put it out right uh no it actually
1: went it was pretty small it was just a small fire near the engine and I think it just went away on its own I just ran away and nothing happened and next thing I next time I came by just it was it was fine fine as in not burning anymore yeah so it wasn't too bad but yeah it was on fire for a little bit and that was scary
0: wow it was a
1: yeah it was a highway too so it's like it's not safe to be on foot on a highway by the way for anyone wondering (laughs) Yes. not a good idea (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. So also on Tuesday we had the Windows 10 May 2019 update was released to seekers after spending about 6 weeks in the release preview ring and um you know um they they did it differently this time and I wrote the title it's now available to seekers but actual seekers this time because um, you should now be able to see in Windows Update that the new feature update is available, and then there's a download and install button where previously the seeker method was anybody that hits check for updates just gets this. And um it didn't work because obviously you might be looking for cumulative updates instead of a feature update. So um they're being a lot more cautious this time.
1: Thankfully, because the the October
0: update was just a disaster it was a disaster (laughs) you know what 1803 was a disaster too like like all right the october update um some people up they skipped the release preview ring entirely some people upgraded found that that their files had been deleted and um, obviously that's a mess even though it was a very very small amount of people that had that problem that's not a problem that that they can afford to have on a non-beta release and um other than that, though, I found the update to be pretty good. I never had my files deleted. I never had any real problems with it. 1803, um, that was a mess for me. I updated uh, probably probably about 15 PCs, and at least half of them were in some kind of uh, unused, almost unusable state. So the rushing thing has become a real issue for them.
1: Yeah, it has. I remember we've talked about this before, and uh, we keep talking about this ever, ever since yeah. Microsoft announced these different methods for the May 2019 update. Yeah. And yeah, the release preview, even the small ring, has been more and more useless. And I don't know if it's not enough testing or they just don't care, because some of the things that <laughs> hap- that happened were reported even even though they skipped release preview. Some of those things yeah. were reported in, by insiders in the fast ring. Well, and I they think they were trying to, to
0: hit. I, I think they were trying to hit certain dates. I like they had that surface event on October second last year, and I think that they wanted to, um, they they wanted to announce it was available at that event, and so they announced it. They pulled it four days later, and then it had to test in the release preview ring for a month anyway, when they were fixing it. So now they're just now they with the May twenty nineteen update, they're just testing it for for. They said a month. They said late May. This was the first Tuesday in late May, so so it made sense. Um, you know, there the, there are some issues with it. Um, you know, I, I was talking about before about how how the 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 light theme the light theme doesn't sync properly. I, I turned it on as soon as I installed it, um, and then I booted up another PC, and then it screwed up all my settings on this PC. Because what happens is when you have an 1809 PC that turns on, that's on dark theme, um, it syncs that dark theme back, but it doesn't change the icons back. So you kind of have these black icons on top of a black taskbar, and, and they're really hard to see. And um, yeah, there, there are a few bugs that I found, and I was really disappointed because that, that, that bug has been there since they introduced the feature.
1: Yeah, I don't know if maybe it's because they assume that not a lot of people have two PCs and one's going to be updated and the other one isn't. I don't know. Oh,
0: that's crap. (laughs) Plenty of people have a desktop and a laptop. You know, yeah, that's true. Do. And and while it should be available to seekers with that download and install button, it's not. It's rolling out slowly. And I I upgraded my main desktop with the upgrade assistant. I haven't actually seen that message on any of my PCs yet.
1: Yeah, that's that's weird. I, I would have thought that since they're making it optional, anyways, you just you know it would show up for everyone. But a lot of people are reporting that they're they're not getting it, which I think is pretty strange.
0: They're taking it very slowly, which is fine, I guess. But I, I
1: think they're going too much the other way. They were so careless, and now they're being overly <laughs>
0: cautious. <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? I I think that at the end of the day, it it they realize maybe that it doesn't matter that everyone is on the 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 newest update as soon as possible, right? Does it hurt them if if people take four months instead of four weeks to to install this? No. You know, you can stay on eighteen oh three or eighteen oh nine for for a little while. And um it's it's not really gonna be a big deal. So so if they can they want to take it slow, enthusiasts can get it now. Um other people not only do they not even know this update exists, they probably don't even want Windows updates. Like the average person the average person hates restarting their PC for an update.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: So <laughs> tell us about what's new though. You wrote this whole long article. Uh, with a whole bunch of new features for for Windows 10 1903. so tell us about
1: yeah. it. Yeah, there's there's a surprising amount. Like I thought this was a relatively small update, and I guess it kind of <laughs> is. But I, when I was looking at all of the build posts to collect the information for this, I found that it had a little more than I thought it did. So it's, still, it's yeah. I feel like it's a pretty nice update. Sure. So. We have the light theme, of course. Now it applies to the taskbar, start menu, and action center, which it didn't before. And it looks pretty nice. Um, I, I'm not going to use it just because of um, how much I prefer the dark theme. It's so much easier on my eyes, especially at night. I, I do wish they had this thing like they do night nightlight. I think I've said this in a previous episode, where you could just schedule it to shift from night to light theme to dark theme.
0: Oh, yeah. Who does that? Android does that? I don't, I don't know if they do. I've seen that, though, where, where you can schedule uh, light and dark themes. And I just thought, why would I want that? Dark themes better for everything all the time. And I, I've, I've seen it, I think, on a phone. But I've definitely seen it. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Because I like dark the light
1: theme, but I don't want to be changing it every morning and then every night so it doesn't hurt my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that'd be nice as an option. Eh. I don't think they're going to do it anytime soon. I don't think I'm... so either. <laughs> so, uh, so moving on from the light theme. Oh, uh, by the way, since you're on the topic of theming, just real quick, uh, the jump lists now follow, use your accent color too. So they're, they're always, they always always used to be black, even if you add color on the taskbar uh, task and start main and stuff. Now they're colored, they, are, they have the fluent design elements and all of that. I I actually disabled color on my on those ele- elements because uh, I don't know, it's too much. I, I feel like it's cleaner if it's black. So, but yeah, if you like colors, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Start menu has a bunch of things. Uh, more reveal more font design stuff in the power and user menus. There's icons next to the options now. Uh, you can unpin entire folders. And groups of apps which is useful for people like you who don't have any tiles on the start menu so when you do, <laughs> do a clean yeah. install you can just take a take it all away more quickly i feel like that's a good a good move for people who don't like to clean up
0: you know actually i do have some tiles now but i i use the the I, I have the office tiles there just so i can look at the inconsistency of the new <laughs> office icons. <laughs> Or really, really just so I can get get a screenshot when something changes. That's I, I don't use tiles though. You're right, but go on. Yeah, I like tiles a lot actually, but maybe I'm
1: just. I think I'm one of the the weird people in that sense. A
0: lot of people don't seem to like it. I just feel like I've moved on since. Like they, they made a lot of sense on Windows Phone. We all loved our live tiles, and um, now that Windows Phone is gone, it's. Um, I'm fine with just a Start menu and a taskbar. And I, I launch I launched my app from the taskbar mostly.
1: Oh okay. So I, I just use the start menu times basically to clean up my desktop. So I don't have any desktop icons at all. I just have everything no. on the start menu.
0: Okay.
1: So it's easier for me. <laughs> so yeah. start also runs in a separate process now, if you care about that. It's a more of a technical thing. So it's not part of the shell in the same way it was before. It's a separate process. Just makes it easier to identify problems. Yeah, and then the search and Cortana are separate now. That's that was fairly big news when it was first announced for insiders. So if you don't care about Cortana, which I figure like, most people Microsoft, don't,
0: which Microsoft doesn't. Um. Exactly. <laughs> I, by That's, the way, I shouldn't say that Microsoft does care about Cortana. Um, they just don't care about it in the same way that they did three years ago. Um, or five years ago, when it was launched in Windows Phone eight point one, it was gonna be this big consumer voice assistant. This is more more of an enterprise thing uh you know and uh, or, or even if it's not a, a productivity thing, I should say, you know, something that's gonna be in your apps that can help when when you need it to. But I shouldn't say that they don't care about Cortana,
1: <laughs> yeah, they have that own demo it built with the conversational stuff so so they care it's just I don't think it's not the same thing as Google with Google Assistant or Apple with Siri it's
0: it's on Alexa yeah exactly exactly
1: oh but you can use Cortana to talk to Alexa so that's I feel like that's pretty nice
0: and that's why (laughs) you know bringing Alexa to PCs makes sense because Cortana doesn't want to be in the same space
1: yeah, exactly. So, and, and you can now you can kind of have the best of both worlds because I don't think the other systems are doing much in the uh, in the enterprise and productivity space. I always haven't seen many announcements in that regard.
0: All uh, right, we're going off track. Let's go back <laughs> to, to
1: 1903. Okay, so uh, moving back to the update, you know, just search has been a little revamped. You have a top app section now. Nothing very big there. Just some stuff here and there. Uh, Action Center has some. Relatively big news. They have a brightness slider now instead of a button. So, when you yeah, instead of just oh. tapping it, so before you tap it, and they had like five preset values 0%, 25, 50, 75, and 100% brightness. Now, it's just a slider, you can adjust it to your liking. You don't have to open the settings app anymore. I wish they had done this when Windows 10 <laughs> mobile was relevant. <laughs> it was. So such a pain to adjust brightness on it. Just it was so limited. Yeah. So I wish this was possible with Windows Ten Mobile at
0: the time. But, oh Let's well. Just make everything a Windows Ten Mobile reference. <laughs> that's the kind of show this should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what people want. That's, that, that, that's <laughs> what we all want.
1: <laughs> um. So we also have you know quick actions can be rearranged now. Uh, without going into the settings app, so you can just do everything from from the action center directly. Just makes stuff easier, I suppose.
0: You know where this would have made sense.
1: I understand mobile. <laughs> 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 of course.
0: Hey, can, but, can we talk about how we we can uninstall uh, pre pre and uh, uh, more inbox apps now?
1: Oh, oh yeah, that's further uh, down uh, the list. But who can yeah, do? yeah,
0: I know it's further down the list. But but this is like um, light theme is one of my favorites just because it's like a UI change. Um, but this is also one of my favorites. You can uninstall 3D viewer, calculator, Groove Music, Mail and Calendar, Movies and TV, Paint 3D, Snip and Sketch, Sticky Notes, and Voice Recorder. Like how great is that?
1: Yeah, for people who don't, I actually keep most of the the inbox apps. Don't tell anyone, but that's uh, i don't mind having them but i know a lot of people complain about that
0: like paint 3d 3d viewer like i i don't need this stuff on my pc groove music is not a service anymore i mean it's 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 fine as a default media player in windows 10 um and i i i don't use the the (laughs) i do not use the mail and calendar apps i'm sorry but (laughs) i i use gmail web app and it's it's I, I'm I'm so I, I wish the only thing I wish we could uninstall messages, uh, messaging, because that app has been useless since um what are we gonna say, sixteen oh seven? That app has been useless? Yeah,
1: basically since Windows 10 mobile was yeah. relevant. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> Now, do, do you remember when they when they introduced this this messaging app? And I believe it was with fifteen eleven. I don't think it was in the launch version of Windows ten. No, no, I don't think so either. In fifteen eleven, they launched three apps. Uh, they launched a um, a phone app, a Skype video app, and a messaging app. And the idea was to to integrate Skype with the OS, and and it would have these three different apps. They eventually realized that was a bad idea and made the Skype UWP. Then they had. Messaging Everywhere, the feature that everyone misses where you would relay SMS messages through um, the messaging app. Now they have your phone. So um, this this app has not served any meaningful purpose in years now and I don't understand why it's there at all.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I saw that in the deprec- deprecated features list. Now they it can't, I didn't even know it could sync anything at this point, but now they say they yeah. can't. Right. Um, <laughs> It's right. Even more useless, and you it, it can yeah. it still can't install it. I'm just learning this now. I didn't know you couldn't remove it.
0: Yeah, and I, I've heard, um, you know, some people speculate. Oh, they're keeping it for Andromeda. You know, it's it's because it's going to be a, a a mobile PC. It's going to have telephony, and it's like. But seriously though, even if you even if they they had some some plan to have some pocket device that's that's also a phone. Um, why would you force people to keep it on their laptop or their desktop? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it,
1: no, no not, not at all, really. If, if they're expanding this list now, I never, there is no reason for that not to be included. Yeah. If you absolutely must keep it in the OS, at least make it easier to remove. But Yeah, I or guess, at least hide.
0: <laughs> I don't care. I just don't want to see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's the most uh, useless app on the well,
0: What else is new in 1903? Anything else that's exciting?
1: Uh, Well, I would like
0: to be excited
1: about Windows Sandbox. I don't have Windows 10 Pro, so that's that's the thing. I I have a Home Edition, but I feel like this is a pretty useful thing. I don't know. I test a lot of stuff with Windows Sandbox if I like, because sometimes I download some sketchy stuff. (laughs) I
0: mean, <laughs> like, like edge uh builds <laughs> like, like leaked, leaked edge builds that come from chinese sites it, yeah no i,
1: I, I absolutely I, did not do that <laughs> who, who, is it, is it no. yeah, who would yeah. do
0: something like that i don't i don't even know um but <laughs> i um yeah I, I have windows 10 pro on on my main desktop because i i actually i use the windows 8 pro key that i had to, to upgrade but you know, it's it's a cool idea. Just it's and it's it's basically running a VM. So, you know, if you ever need it for something, it's there. It's useful.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's like I don't like setting up VMs. That's why I never do it. If I had ten nice. I, I I would use it it's occasionally at least. Yeah, yeah. So what else um, for security? There's like they messed up with the messed with the. Security, yeah, yeah. like the sign-in options and whatever, uh, you can use a physical security key now, if you do that. Right. Those are pretty popular. I, 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 don't know, I don't know enterprise spaces, but that's that's a thing. Uh, Windows Update has the biggest changes. We we'll had a news article just for that because you know there's this whole yeah, thing true. we've been talking about. With our updates are rolled out now. You can pause yeah. updates. Oh yeah. Uh,
0: th- Go th- ahead. Those those features though they they are coming to eighteen oh three and eighteen oh nine as well. So so you can use those features to get the the uh, get nineteen oh three.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's not new in this update, but it's new around the same time as this update. So it's sure. <laughs> that's why I included it here. You can also pause updates for up to thirty five days now, even if you're on Windows Ten Home, which that's awesome. We- so that's what's new here. That's uh, big news there. Uh, there was the thing about uh, Windows Ten reverting troublesome updates automatically. I I remember writing this a while back, and then it seems to be exclusive to nineteen oh three. So there's that too. So there's a lot of things about you know how updates can mess up your PC, and now Microsoft seems to be very careful about that. They have all this stuff in regards to. Addressing those problems people may have with updates, so that's I feel like that's good. If right. it, it, it's a lot in, at once, and you know, aside from that, there's a lot of little things. Uh, the reset this PC experience has a new new U, UI. Um. Did you mention the
0: game bar? You didn't right? The new what? game bar fe- The new game oh. bar features. Oh yeah, so, so that, game that's, bar. That's pretty notable if you use it. I think.
1: Yeah, that's one of the bigger changes as well. So I'm not sure if it's exclusive to 1903 because the game bar is not, basically it, is a, it's an app, so it's Yeah, not.
0: it's it's 1809 and and higher and they actually released the app update uh the day after on, on Wednesday they released it. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, so so like you you have uh it, it's a, it's pretty much a redesigned UI. You, you have widgets, there's a, a Spotify widget, there's um you could turn your screenshots into memes, which they were very excited about. So you can, you can take your screenshot, you could add some text to it, share it to Twitter. So uh, that's pretty cool stuff. So, so I guess you're going to be adding more widgets and and a more customizable experience over time. So um, it's pretty cool if you use the game bar.
1: Yeah, it's it's hardly a game bar anymore. I mean, there's a,
0: <laughs> I said more.
1: that in the video. It's it's very very much not a bar, but. It's it's got a lot of stuff now. It's performance, yeah, it's not a smarter. bar. Right? <laughs>
0: it's, not, it's not a bar at all. It's it's they should call it Xbox uh, Game Game Overlay or something. Overlay. yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way, it's not called Game Bar anymore. It's called Xbox Game Bar. That's, oh yeah,
1: they changed the name now.
0: Yeah. We uh, want to talk about features being removed.
1: Uh, so yeah, let's move on to the. Dep- it's not uh, a lot. I I I uh, think previous updates have had more stuff removed. I'm not sure, but this is a very short list of removed features. Yeah. So there's the syncing capabilities that I didn't know the messaging app had, but apparently they're gone now. So <laughs> if, if, if it still had any use, now it doesn't. And oh, honestly, you, you open the was,
0: app. Yeah. I guess it was syncing SMS messages that were received from Windows 10 Mobile.
1: Yeah, but you couldn't use it. I think that might have been it. I just don't have when you send mobile anymore. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And you couldn't use it to send messages, so what's the point really? Right. Um, but yeah, now it doesn't work. You open the app, there the only clickable button is the ellipsis menu, and it just lets you see the information about the app. And like you go about and that's it. That's that is the only thing you can do when you open this yeah. this app now. No.
0: But it, it still can remove it, so... <laughs> it's insane. It's <laughs> insane. See, uh, Print3D is, is being deprecated. It's interesting. Yeah.
1: It's interesting and weird because I, I was looking at the, the changelog for 1709, and at the time, they they removed 3D Builder from Windows 10 because you'd start using yeah. Print3D to print things. Yeah. And now they're removing Print3D. Also, at... Figures- at- so but yeah they in 1709 they removed the 3D builder app from Windows 10 they just relegated it to the store yeah and told you to use print 3D for printing. Another going to the opposite direction they're they're deprecating print 3D and telling you to get 3D builder from the store if you want to print 3D objects right We're right. backtracking I don't know. Why? <laughs>
0: so for, for those that, that, that don't know, deprecated does not mean they're removing it. It means um it means it means that they're just not developing it. It might be removed later on. So I mean it's still there if people want to use it. Windows to go is, is deprecated now. That's um that's kind of surprising, isn't it?
1: I've never used Windows I to go, not, but maybe I maybe <laughs>
0: Maybe no one actually uses it. I thought it was a good feature. I don't know.
1: It seems interesting enough. It, it can load like, an entire workspace onto it. Like, I don't know if you can, like, ex- sort of export the entire desktop. I'm not sure how it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. I tried to read up on it a little bit, but I was uh, as confused as I was before I looked it up. So...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then we got some known issues, right, in 1903. There's... um. Audio not working with Dolby Atmos headphones and home theater, duplicate folders and documents showing in user profile directory. Um and then uh display brightness may not respond to adjustments. So you you know, you had that, that uh brightness slider that you were so excited about and guess what? It work. <laughs> <laughs> uh they just have to mess it up somehow, you know. Nice. <laughs> so that's an issue with some Intel drivers. Uh, we have, then there there are a bunch more known issues that are listed as mitigated, not listed as resolved. They're listed as mitigated, so which which means that that they're not as severe as they could have been. So things like um, older versions of BattleEye anti cheat software incompatible, and this is an issue that they had for a while. It's not getting fixed, and what and it's because always, it's
1: not up to them, because, right? Yeah, they're just waiting for games to update
0: on exactly. their side so, now. So most of the games have been updated with newer anti-cheat software. Um, if there are some games that haven't updated, those aren't going to work, and that's it. So so that's that's what they mean by mitigated. Like it's it's been mostly fixed, and but there might be still uh, some issues out there. Um, there's still an issue with uh, attempting to update to 1903 if you have an external USB device attached. And the workaround is to remove your USB. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can plug it right back in after you upgrade. Um, nightlight settings don't apply in some cases. Um, and and there, there's a link, if you go to the page, there's a lot more details with workarounds and future steps or whatever. But uh, not, none of this is too major and all of it will get fixed uh, sooner rather than later. Hopefully. Hopefully, <sighs> you know, you know um, here's the thing, right? So, so they're, they're usually pretty good with servicing new feature updates. Like, like a new feature update comes out, there's there are some issues with it. And then after like, after two months of servicing, it's usually pretty solid. And um, I'm a little thrown off by some of the issues with this update because it's been serviced for six weeks in the release preview ring now. Yeah, yeah I know. was about to say. Yeah, if if they had just skipped release preview, like this would be the point where I'd be expecting it to be pretty solid. So uh, it's it's kind of surprised that like, and none of it's too major. I've been using it since Tuesday on my my main desktop, and you know, no no major issues. It's a minor. Yeah,
1: but it's weird because some of these issues aren't exactly like last minute things. You have what uh, what was it? I remember something here being reported before. Uh, 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 where was it? I'm lost now. Oh, the the update thing with USB uh, sticks or SD memory cards. They acknowledged this a while back. Yeah, <laughs> they've
0: known that for a while. Yeah. So
1: it's weird that they're rolling it out, but this stuff's still happening.
0: But... Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe they don't fix it. Maybe they just keep telling people to remove their their USB drives. I mean, it's not a hard fix. No. So...
1: <laughs> it's not a hard but... work. Around. I mean. People can do that
0: easily. So, so that's the Windows 10 uh, May 2019 update. We've been talking about it for a long time, and now it's finally here. And um, you can you can download it with the Upgrade Assistant app or the Media Creation tool. Um, it's, it's not showing up in Windows Update for many, and um, they won't force you to upgrade to it until the version you're on is near the end of support. So they also said... Um, Virgin 1803 is going to be um sunsetted believe uh well it's 18 months whatever it was and so they're going to start pushing 1903 to people on 1803 uh in June because that gets 18 months of support so um, that makes sense yeah yeah, eighteen oh nine years will be a little more interesting because consumers still get the regular eighteen months of support, but businesses will get thirty months of support from that uh, because it's a fall update. So I'm I'm curious to see exactly how they'll they'll start pushing updates on that. So that's the May twenty nineteen update. Let's talk about Huawei. We had two big stories this week. You know, we had the May twenty nineteen update. We had Huawei.
1: Yeah, Just Huawei. So, Huawei. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Huawei has been quite the story, didn't Yeah, That's-
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have put it first in the in the notes, but but we we focused more on the Microsoft stuff. And um you know, so so obviously the May twenty nineteen update was a big deal, but so what Huawei was added to the, the US Department of Commerce's entity list, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> but but it, it basically means um, that that Chinese that that Huawei can't buy stuff from American companies or that they shouldn't. Um, yes. So the first thing that happened was Google dropped support for Huawei devices. Um, they and they suspended the Google Play license. That means that that Huawei can't make um, Google Play Android devices anymore. Um, later, it was reported that Qualcomm, Intel, and Broadcom did the same. And um, that's bad news. And then later on this week, it was reported that ARM uh, suspended Huawei's license, and that's probably the biggest blow. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, because even if they use, they could use open source Android still, right? Nothing can stop them from doing that. Um, Google can stop them from using Google Play, but if they, they can use open source Android. But with without ARM's license, they can't even make their own chips anymore.
1: Exactly, because you have a lot of. Manufacturers making phone ARM chips, ARM-based chipsets. Yeah, but all of them: Qualcomm, MediaTek, Huawei. They're all based on ARM's architecture. Right. So they, well, they have.
0: here's the thing: I, I don't think if if ARM suspends Huawei's license, I don't think it stops them from using ARM chips. I think it stops them from developing their own, which is the high silicone ones. Um, I still think that they could buy an ARM chip from from somebody else, and I think MediaTek is pretty much the only one left.
1: Yeah, because Qualcomm is American, so that's that's a no go there. Yeah, and I'd have to go with Samsung because it's Samsung.
0: Yeah. Um, so. So I mean, I mean, like like Huawei has it's been removed. Like like the Mate Twenty Pro is removed from the Android Beta program. The Matebook X Pro is gone from the Microsoft Store. Um, they basically disappeared. Yeah. Uh, Huawei is getting hit on all sides right now. That's. There's none. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard for them, um, and I'm I'm sure they have a plan, right? Huawei is the second biggest smartphone manufacturer in the world, just behind Samsung. They're not a small company. They they're the biggest supplier of telecom equipment in the world, and um, you know, the, like they they're a very large company. They're not going to take this lying down. China is not going to take this line down. You yeah, absolutely i'm <laughs> I, I, i'm very I'm very curious to see what China does next because I would think that the next move is for China to ban American products, which is, is disastrous for American companies.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, if 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 American companies couldn't buy from Chinese companies, imagine that if, yeah. if we reverse the rules there,
0: yeah. yeah. well, well, if chinese if Chinese companies stop selling to, I mean, you know, all iPhones are made in in China. You know, most um, phones are made in China. Yeah, really. yeah. And think about it. Then, then you have, um, you know, well, and, and Huawei is another big one, just because they're the largest provider of telecom equipment. It's, it's, um, yeah. It, w- it would be really weird. I think pe- uh, some people are happy about this because they hate Huawei. Some people are not happy about it because it's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. What,
0: I'm, what, I'm, what's your thoughts on it?
1: Well, I might not say on on that second group of people that even though I don't like Huawei phones, I have to admit I like
0: what? Their why do you hardware. like Huawei phones.
1: I like their hardware. I just absolutely hate EMUI. I okay. hate I, Yeah,
0: I, that's I, that's <laughs> the the general complaint. Um I I hear that. I I, I think they the I think they're the best phone. Like I think the P30 Pro is is the best phone on the market and um and I, I think it's always been a huge disservice to the american public that these phones are not allowed to be sold here but um you know pretty much stopping them from being made i think is just crossing the line yeah yeah um, that's that's too much uh... you know they they've cited security risks saying that 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 huawei could be spying on us basically based on the just the fact that they're a chinese company and and chinese laws and um, there's never been anything proven like that, and I, I've, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I could understand
1: some of the skepticism towards like letting them uh, build the five G networks here or something like that because that's really massive scale, and you yeah. wouldn't really have a
0: way out
1: of that that so easily. But that's also but...
0: crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, because 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 what what it comes down to is. Wanting to have an American company build out five um, G rather than having a Chinese company do it, you yes. know, and, and and the the you know the president Trump has tweeted out, you know, he, that's where how he makes his announcements. <laughs> he <laughs> tweeted that that we want American companies to be doing this. You know, we shouldn't be counting on other. You know, the the guy, you know, he ran for office talking about China. He started a trade war with China for that very reason, and now suddenly China's spying on us, and we should be concerned about a, a security threat, you know. And I, it gets a little conspiratorial um, when you go down those lines, but I, I, I just think it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think it's it just I get that he wants American companies to be ahead, but you gotta have fair competition. It's not we always fault that American companies are being slower uh, yeah. to develop. <laughs> It, that's not really a fair competition if you ban them so
0: yeah yeah i mean it's it's just you know i uh, I, I was talking to one person that said, said oh i've talked to many people that say that 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 huawei is they they steal other companies ip that they, they deserve this and like you know what we do when when a company steals another company's ip they get they that's what we have lawsuits for and they end up paying billions of dollars in, in, in damages or whatever. We don't shut down their business in in every possible way.
1: Yeah, it's, it seems like like is sort of scapegoat to anything. It's not yeah. it's not really – it's not a justification. Yeah, not a valid one anyway.
0: I'm, and... I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty upset about this. <laughs> I can't tell.
1: <laughs> That's understandable. I, it, it is very sad and completely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, one thing that makes me curious: uh, we mentioned ARM. I I don't know why ARM had to cut off business with Huawei because ARM isn't an American company. They're it's, a UK company, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, said, of course, those are Microsoft. They, yeah,
0: they, 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 they say they may have some some U. They they have U.S. based technology that they they have, which. Um, really, it it probably comes down to just not wanting to alienate their their. Whatever US US offices that they have, whatever.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it. It's nonetheless, it's just this too much to happen to Huawei. It's very similar to what happened to ZDE, ZTE last year. Except yeah. except no one cares about ZTE. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's a good point because Huawei, again, Huawei is not a small company. Like I I'm in the United States, and I think that a lot of people here don't see the significance of this because we mostly don't use Huawei products. We don't see Huawei products; um, they're not sold here. So, so, so we, we just think it's some Chinese company that, and we don't think of them as that important because we don't see them. But they are a massive company, you know. That they, they can come up with a solution. I don't know what the solution is going to be, but the, it's up to them to figure out. I yeah, they, I, they have the resources. What I'm saying.
1: Yeah, they they do. I don't believe if if the restrictions are maintained, I don't believe they they can come back. They have the resources, but sometimes that's not enough.
0: <laughs> it because... might not, you know. Um, we we've seen AOSP, uh, Android Open Source Project, from Amazon with their exactly. Fire OS. You know, uh, we saw uh, from Nokia at one point. Remember, remember that the Nokia X? The X Yeah, I remember. That. That was... <laughs> I still have one. And, oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. And I have the fire phone. I,
1: <laughs> and yeah, and, and like Amazon is a company with a tremendous amount of money to waste, Absolutely. too. And, the, and that's why why I was why I'm thinking, you know, even if Huawei does have and they, and they do have a lot of money. It's just a lot, a lot of work to build an OS uh, chips if you
0: want to make your own chips. No, I don't know. I it's, think they would have to buy them from MediaTek at this point because because they can't they can't build their own ARM chips anymore. Yeah,
1: uh, and it's just too much. Yeah, um, um, and actually, yeah. I just I was just reading another report from Android Authority that they also can't buy uh add official support for SD cards anymore. The SD Card Association oh, wow. also banned them now.
0: Huh, wow! So <laughs> that's wow. another one. <laughs> Um, you know you know but one thing one thing that Huawei has that Amazon doesn't is is market share they have hundreds of millions of devices on the market you know do, do you do you remember um years ago probably um, I don't know 2014 2015 when when Samsung was distancing itself from Android um like if you watch if you watched a, a galaxy unpacked event they wouldn't they they never even mentioned Android. It, it was all TouchWiz or Samsung Experience, whatever it was at the time. And I, I and some people suspected that they might try to move towards Tizen phones. Do you remember? They, did have,
1: a couple, they did have a couple. of they Tizen based phones couple. in some markets. Yeah, yeah. in
0: some markets, and, and um, and it never never took off. But but did you ever consider like like they they also have hundreds of millions of devices on the market. Like what if what if they just went one day and just push the tizen update to all of them. You know, like obviously it'd take a massive amount of engineering. I don't know if they could with their Google license. Um but but just just what what if that happened? Like you know that they could probably force tizen to succeed because once once you're on hundreds of millions of devices like that, developers kind of have to come to you and you're going to end up getting apps on those devices, right?
1: That's that's a valid point. Maybe what's yeah. happened so far is that even though companies like Amazon or Samsung do have those resources, they didn't yeah. want to invest, and and because they still yeah. had those options, they they could still have Android, and maybe they just decided they could do without that investment. Yeah. But Huawei, if they're backed into a corner, you know,
0: that, right? I the, if that's their only way forward, you know, I mean, the, they can't push uh, Android updates to their devices anymore. They, apparently, there's going to be security updates. Um, so, so you know, the only way they could support them is it with their own version. Maybe people could opt into it. They're gonna have their own app store, and, and I bet it'll be more well supported than Amazon's app store just because Huawei is a big brand. Yeah, and the Huawei cares. I, I don't think Amazon cares about Android anymore. <laughs> it is so... No, they probably don't. I mean, yeah, you know, they they still make their fire tablets, which I mean, I guess that they're 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 kind of niche products. Yeah, they're very focused yeah. on that uh, purpose. You know, you like your fifty dollars seven inch tablet, and that that's fine. You you run your Amazon services on them, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't buy a phone without Google services. I don't think. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that, that's a hard sell. You know? they have to do a lot of work to make. Huawei phones worth it yeah. for people. who already have Android.
0: You know what? You know what else didn't have
1: Google services? Uh, what else? Uh, no, no, <laughs> Windows yes. Ten Mobile. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we survived. We did, but you know, uh, do you know what? You know what the biggest blow for me was when was when uh, was when Google came out with Google Photos, because Google Photos is so good. It's such a great service, and and. Um, not being able to automatically upload to that service from my phone was, was one of the the hardest things about not having Google. search. So I didn't care about Chrome or Gmail app because I mean you know, a mail client's fine. You don't need a Gmail app on a. I don't need a Gmail app on a phone. Um, you know a a, a a regular YouTube app would be nice. You know, so so here's another thing that's that's changed since the days where where since since those days, uh, PWAs. Ah, uh, installing apps from a browser, packaging uh, progressive web web apps, and putting them in an app store—maybe Huawei could could capitalize on that idea.
1: That's also possible. It, yeah. They wouldn't be alone. At least you know Microsoft is doing the same. And yeah. it's something to leverage. Because Huawei still seem to be pretty popular. The, the end, of, a bit of a higher point, I think. They're not as talked about anymore, but they're still making progress.
0: I, I think that one of the, the biggest, because I mean, obviously, I, I think they'd they have to go with Android Open Source Project, and so the apps in their store will be Android apps. So for most developers or many developers, uh, it should be as simple as just uploading your APK to them instead of, and instead of just Google. Um, any apps that use Google Play APIs would have an issue. But also the like the biggest things they'd be missing are things like Google Photos and YouTube and, and Chrome or whatever. So really, uh, Google Photos I believe it's a Progressive Web App, so they sh- they would be able to to they would be able to substitute some of the Google apps um, by by using the PWA to put it in their own store. and They could.
1: That's true, and I'm sure a lot of developers is also apps like YouTube, like there's not a, there's no official app for YouTube for Windows 10. But there are some yeah. very solid UWP apps. So yeah, if there are people that care about UWP. I'm sure there are people that care about Huawei's yeah. uh, OS, and they just make something for it too, possibly even better than the official YouTube one. You know, like like playing videos in the the background, which we still can't do unless you pay.
0: That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm just I'm so curious about about how this happens going forward because. I, this could also, this could be all over next week. Um, I, I just, I don't know what the administration wants. Like they, they want, I guess a trade deal with China, I guess is, is what they ultimately want.
1: Right. Probably. I'm not the best person to talk about us politics.
0: Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I try to stay away from politics as much as I can. You don't see me tweeting about it ever, but, um, but this is, this is where, where tech and politics kind of intersect. And, um. You know, I'm very, I'm very upset about it because, uh, you know, it's 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 hard to say. Like when they were coming out these things where where you know Huawei phones might be spying on you, I said that's that's ridiculous. But it's hard to talk about that without sounding conspiratorial because they're telling you something, and you're you're kind of saying that what they're telling you isn't true, and there's no way to say that without without sounding conspiratorial.
1: Yeah, either way, you sound like a conspiracy, theory, isn't it? Yeah. But no matter what side you're on in That's a situation a, like that.
0: You know, I, I just I just look at it and, and say, say, like, all right, guy ran for president with with issues like, like, you know, um, like the, the China thing. There, there's other examples of it, too. But this the, there's an issue with China and trade. And now Huawei phones are spying on us like these coincidences are all over the place. And then you go into conspiracy theories about it. That's how conspiracy <laughs> theories start. I just I just know they're great phones. And I want to be able to use them in this country.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know. I think most likely the U.S. administration will just revert this. I, I don't think they don't have the courage to go through with something this impactful. Maybe. And I don't know. I, I feel like they'll have to roll back this decision eventually. I sure Sooner hope so. Sooner rather than, I
0: think so. Because it's just insane. Speaking of Huawei devices, tell us about London and the device you saw.
1: Okay, so after that trip, the wondrous trip we talked about, <laughs> <I that> started, <laughs> your car went on fire. Happens all the time. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's my regular uh, trip, really. <laughs> so they announced the 120 series at yes. the event. And uh, the event was pretty nice. I like the venue. I, mind you, this is the first time I went to, a, to an event focused on one device, so I don't know how they usually are. Got you. But it's nice. Um, it got a good view of the stage, so pictures weren't that bad. Um, so the phone looks pretty enticing. So it has the main camera is the IMX Sony's IMX five eight six sensor. Yes, the forty eight megapixel one. Yes, much like the, on a lot
0: of phones these days. Yeah, since they announced it, it's
1: like on everything really.
0: Like the Honor View twenty had it. Yeah.
1: The the oh they did oh yeah. The View 20 was that one with that that the arrow
0: pattern on the back.
1: When you yes, watch. and it had oh,
0: the the hole punched uh, display.
1: Oh yeah, that was the the back of that phone is beautiful. By the way, I saw that. Yes, on the it, was yeah. it was absolutely beautiful. it's very nice. The what's cool about this camera, though, it's it is that it has an aperture of f 1.4. That's the largest, according to Honor, anyway, and I think they're right, of yeah. any smartphone on the market right now. So. That's impressive, and then they have a wide-angle camera, sixteen megapixel, and a telephoto sensor at eight megapixel, and then they have a macro camera, two megapixel macro camera.
0: Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> you asked like, did you, did you talk to someone and say what the hell does that mean? No, <laughs> well, they talked about it on stage. Basically, it's you know you can take pictures
1: really up close. I suppose it has some a focal point is very close to the sensor. Okay. So you should be able to get very close to an object and take a a macro
0: shot. It's weird because with the, with the the P thirty Pro, they they said that the the wide angle, the super wide angle camera was was great for taking macro shots, and I always found that that it was. I'm I'm wondering why they would actually need a a fourth camera lens for it.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure either.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's
1: there, and even the the hundred twenty, the non pro version has it. Yeah, so.
0: I thought that was a time of flight sensor when I first saw the images, but I guess not.
1: No, no none of them seems to have a time of flight sensor, really. The the twenty replaces the Tamafor lens with a depth assist camera.
0: Yeah.
1: For pro- portraits, because why not, really?
0: So they, but <laughs> the but this phone um obviously Cure nine eighty processor um did it comes with uh Google services, right? They've confirmed that. Um they didn't
1: talk about that at the, during the presentation and okay since you're talking about this issue with Huawei I wonder if that's if that has anything to do with the fact that we don't have a review unit cuz that was a very sudden decision on Huawei's
0: part it could be you know when you said you were, you were in Lo- when you were like the venue I was going to say I, I've never been to London and it looks like I never will now <laughs> <laughs> because um you know uh, Huawei's done this before where where they they work with US um, journalists and then if they're never coming to the us it's just not going to make sense to have us there <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean, I mean i i we we tend to champion their products because they're great products and we want them to come here but uh if the government just shuts them out they, they're just not going to do it you know yeah of course but, so um, cool looking device yeah. i like the honor yeah. uh designs
1: yeah it looks nice i like the back oh i wanted to do a hands-on article with this of course but as much as I like the venue for my eyes, it was terrible for cameras. I could not get the cameras right on camera at all. The lighting was all over the place. It was a huge mess.
0: So you said you <sighs> said you don't know how other uh, launch events are. I can tell you that pretty much all of them have terrible <laughs> lighting. And sometimes, and I'll I'll give you a tip. Sometimes sometimes if you can't get the the the, the balance on your on your camera, do you use a smartphone or use a camera? I use a smartphone. I don't have a professional. Oh, okay. Care, so. Okay. I was I was gonna say because if you can't get the balance right on a camera, sometimes a smartphone is the way to go because um they have great auto um settings, you know. Yeah, um, but I, I still could. It's... That's the honor twenty. Um let's talk about Edge. We got um this week we had two two new two new stories with Microsoft Edge, the, the Chromium based browser. Uh, it's available for Mac OS now, only in the Canary channel. Um, we got two new updates in the Dev branch for Windows. One that broke your PC, and one that fixes it. <laughs> uh, <Okay. laughs>
1: that's the best summary. That's really all we care about. There, yeah. There's no need to read the rest of the changelog. That's that's all we <laughs> <did. laughs> no,
0: I, I I I um I saw this last yesterday. They they tweeted it out that this new update uh, might caused the browser to not launch. And I installed the update, and sure enough, it didn't launch. I
1: actually <laughs> didn't have that. I updated it, it was fine. I was Good.
0: one of the lucky ones. Yeah. yeah. You know what's really cool though, is that they, they released the update with the fix today, and it works. And because, like, I, I had this problem with Firefox Nightly once. I installed an update, and it just it just wouldn't launch after that. And I that PC, I haven't, like, uninstalled and reinstalled, like, it just still doesn't work. This one, it even though I couldn't launch the browser, it updated in the background and fixed itself, which which I thought was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I was surprised. I saw they actually mentioned specifically that that it, it would update regardless of whether you could open it yeah. or not. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. It just even if you don't touch it, it just works the next time. I think that was pretty cool. Yeah. When I really... launched it myself, even even though mine was working, but when I launched it today, it already had updated. I, I didn't have to update it when I opened it, it was already done.
0: So now we have dark mode, right? Finally,
1: so yes. it was enabled for the canary ring last week and now it's in the dev channel uh, as you'd expect. So there's that.
0: It's now, uh, on, it's now on by default. Oh no, the, the setting is on by default.
1: Yes, um, so it, it just follows your system setting. You don't you, you can't toggle it manually unless you go into oh, the
0: flags, I'm assuming. That's lovely. So, <laughs> One of the few Microsoft apps that actually follow your system setting by default. Yeah. And it does
1: so apparently on both Windows and Mac OS. So if you're using Mac OS Mojave and you have dark modes, you also have that. That's pretty nice. Uh, okay. Also, the translator is available to everyone now apparently. It still doesn't let you opt out of translations permanently. How long is this thing?
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> how long has this thing been, been um, rolling out to everyone? I feel like I've seen this story that has rolled out to everyone like a million times by now. <laughs> I didn't even know it was a face rollout. I've had yeah, I've, I didn't <laughs> either. I've just had it. Exactly. All right. So that's
1: oh, that. Uh,
0: cool.
1: And uh, uh, the third one, I just, it's not a very big feature. I just want to mention that I have no idea what a keyword search for the address bar is. <laughs> I, this, I think that's I had
0: AOL really... keywords. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Do you remember those? Are you old enough no. to remember AOL keywords? No, I don't. I'm not old enough. <laughs> oh, <to that>. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, like back in the day, right, we we had AOL, America Online. And I don't know, you probably had Portugal Online or something. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no. I don't know. But anyway, so, so like this was before the internet was really popular with consumers. So they had AOL keywords and you would like a company would have um, – like 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 MTV would have like you would just type MTV and it would have it's like an AOL web page and if you didn't have AOL um, and you got some other internet service you would actually have to learn how like URLs work and stuff and you couldn't get those keyword pages it was it was a wild scan oh okay <laughs> but AOL was a terrible service and um,
1: you know they ended up being terrible I think, oh i think i did use one of AOL services uh, did they yep. add AIM. Did oh yeah, add, it's uh,
0: messenger. So like that, like once <laughs> like everybody kind of started to not use AOL anymore, uh, you would have the free instant messenger application, and that was uh, it it was almost like the first social network because you could have profiles, you had a buddy list, you know, and um, yeah, I guess they first released instant messenger, I guess, so you could talk to your friends that didn't have AOL, but. Yeah, that was the 90s.
1: <laughs> I remember using that a long, long time ago. Not in the 90s. but yeah, It
0: was awful. Like, you you would try to connect to AOL, and then you'd get a busy signal, and then it would reconnect, and you'd have to wait. And then you'd connect, and someone else in your house would pick up the phone, and then you'd get disconnected. <laughs> oh, man, it was awful. <laughs> oh, my. Uh. Yeah, it, but really, it was expensive. It was bloated. Um, and it was just, it was a bad service. So, anyway... Um, anything else about Edge Dev?
1: Uh, just some minor fixes. You can uh, you can close the browser now from the menu for whatever reason. How is that easier than just going for the X button? And yeah, why is there a close Microsoft Edge option in the ellipses menu? I don't,
0: know. I don't know. So, we got, but, we yeah. got Edge Mac OS to test this week. Um, the the uh, you know, the dev channel leaked again, Walking Cat had it. Um, I don't know why they didn't release Dev as well, um, which they remember when they released it for Windows, they did Canary and Dev at the same time. So um, they they announced some exclusive features for Mac OS, like touch bar support with website shortcuts, tab switching and media controls, um, so, some different fonts, menus, shortcuts, title casing um, for that are more native to Mac OS. And then there's also things that are exclusive to Windows, like the upcoming IE mode, um, they said uh, play ready content decryption is only supported on Windows 10, which kind of disappointed me. I did not realize that, but that means no 4K Netflix streaming on macOS, and that's about it.
1: I guess they want to keep that exclusive to Windows 10 because before it was exclusive to the other Edge. So
0: it was, <laughs> and um, but I'm not sure why they would de- want to keep that exclusive to Windows 10. Especially with, with, like, because it's not going to come to Windows 7 and 8.1 either when Edge is available for those. I don't know. Bragging rights? (laughs) I'm not sure. I guess. I guess. uh, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. So Well, actually, one reason it wouldn't come to Windows 7 and 8.1 is because you need um, Windows 7th gen and higher processors aren't supported by at least Windows 7. I'm not sure about windows 8.1 now that i think of it um but so so you need that for for play ready to work or you need um certain nvidia gpus so there's a lot of hardware that wouldn't be supported for it not all of it but some of it
1: yeah that makes sense that doesn't yeah. explain macOS, but <laughs>
0: no no it doesn't explain <laughs> macOS at all um yeah so that's about it um speaking of mac os we have new macbook pros this week and um the 15 inches refreshed with 9th gen h series processors um the 13 inches refreshed with um 8th gen processors which apple says are faster and um still has the same crappy keyboard <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they what, changed
1: the materials though whatever uh, they said they changed that.
0: the uh, materials but um You know, they're really clinging to this thing. (laughs) Everyone hates it. Everybody would be so happy if they just gave them back a regular keyboard, but they just won't do it. You know? you got to
1: stick to your guns. Apple likes to stick to their guns. Like, they don't make mistakes. Everything is a very well thought out Uh, decision. And they will die with it.
0: (laughs) They like to stick to their guns until they realize that they shouldn't. Like, the Mac Pro is a good example um, they 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 admitted they were wrong over the last Mac Pro. They're gonna have a new one, and um, you know they they could do the same thing here. Um, I just I just don't get I just don't get Apple fans and Apple users. You know, I, like it's it's like they, they, I, I watch these people on Twitter and that like Apple, please just give us a, a a great keyboard, please. And then you'll say something like like you know uh, Lenovo ThinkPads have amazing keyboards. And they'll just be like, Apple, please! <laughs> <laughs> you know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I get that they, they like Mac OS, but is it really worth having this terrible uh, hardware experience?
1: Uh, apparently. Some people do it because of exclusive apps. I know a lot of people like Final
0: Cut. I know and they like Final okay, Cut, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's part of the reason. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, so the 15-inch model, like like really, the only di- real differences are the the process. The 15-inch model has the new ninth-gen H-series processors. So um, like the last one, it goes up to a Core i9, but uh, the new Core i9 is octa-core now. So so it should be pretty powerful if they're not throttling it. Yeah, that's uh,
1: that that's the thing. That because, was an
0: issue with the last one. Yeah, it was the first
1: one to have a Core i9, and then it was smaller than the i7 from the previous yeah, year. Yeah.
0: Well, I do I don't really trust benchmarks yeah, no. I, I i i put them in reviews because i know people like to see them i know people like to keep score um but real world performance might have been completely different like i said i would never spend real money on one so yeah. um, the 13-inch <laughs> model the third i don't get the 13-inch model they said it was upgraded with faster processors but i don't know that that i i, I haven't looked into this but but it's still U series it's still Iris Plus and as far as i know the 8th gen Iris Plus U series processors, like there's only one model of these processors so uh maybe they jacked up the clock speed jacked up the wattage somehow um or or maybe they have some custom uh processors which is not uncommon for Apple maybe yeah <laughs> i wouldn't know yeah yeah they well they've done it before where where they um like like the MacBook Air is a good example. Um, the MacBook Air uses Y series processors, which are five watts for everyone else, but they're using um, a different seven watt Y series processor, which gives it a little more, a little more mustard. Oh, oh, I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember. Yeah, so like so um, yeah, and I haven't looked into the the model that that this uses, but as far as I know, there's only one Iris Plus Core i five and one Iris Plus Core i seven. So. Who knows? Um, so, a couple more things before we wrap it up. Uh, Project X Cloud uh, technically supports thirty five hundred games. They announced this a couple hours ago, and uh, basically what they were saying is is that game developers don't need to make any modifications to their games to uh, support Project X Cloud streaming. So, which means all Xbox One games and all of the backward compatible games will be. They don't need any modifications to work. They said it's technically possible, which means that they'll probably leave it up to the developers if they want to support it. Um, Doesn't mean that 3,500 games will be available. I think this is a shot at Google. What do you think?
1: I think so, and and I think this is actually – I've always thought that this is really Microsoft's advantage over Google here. Yeah. Because they're not as popular of a company, but they have a lot of Xbox games already. Out there, so all yeah. they have to do is make sure that those games can be played on XCloud, and that's exactly what they're doing apparently. Yeah, uh,
0: I, I, so. I read the blog post, and my first thought wasn't that like, "Oh, this is a cool announcement." My first thought was like, "Wow, they're really sticking it to Google, who has zero games for uh, their their Stadia service," you know. Um, and and um you know, I I, I I'm excited about XCloud. It's it's going to be a cool. Thing so so if, if a game gets updated on the Xbox Store, it's just automatically updated in X Cloud. They also pointed out that they have nineteen over nineteen hundred games in development for the Xbox One, which seems really high. But <laughs> um, so that that brings the total to uh, over fifty four hundred games that are technically supported by xCloud. Cloud. And that's a whole lot to start with. I think it's it pretty good. <laughs> you know, it would be really great if they if they had agreements from all these companies that just signed over all their games to to just work. It would be amazing.
1: The, yeah, that's, that's really Microsoft's um, advantage here. It's, it's a big one because Google is just getting into this. They've got really nothing that we know of. Yeah. They have the advantage of having YouTube for that those cool features with the streaming and joining games and whatever yeah but yeah the,
0: the gaming market is not an easy one to to start off in you know you need you need content partnerships and, and all that stuff i, I you know I, I'm, I'm sure google has a plan like, like huawei they're a massive company with massive amounts of resources so so like they could make it work if they put the priorities there you know they they could yeah but for
1: one thing, we don't know if they will, because they've had the resources exactly. for a long time, and they have listen, stuff like messaging
0: apps just listen, dying. And you know what else would work if they if they if they put in the resources? I'm just gonna guess Windows Ten Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Windows Ten Mobile. No, no, but 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 here's the thing: like when you when you have companies that have that have limitless resources. Um, all you really need to get it to work is to put in the amount of resources required, you know. So, so, so Google could do this. I, I, I just, I don't know if they, if they will. They
1: want to. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I, I they still they think failed
1: that, at a lot of things despite all those resources, the messaging services they have. They I, keep I, dying.
0: I, yeah, I, I still think Stadia is is about uh, mobile gaming and and just being. Being at the forefront of the the next generation of gaming, where where like this this kind of console level of playing comes to phones, and um, Google is by far the the largest smartphone platform provider with Android, and um, they don't want to lose that that the money that that comes through there. Like this should be a, a first party thing. So. Obviously, Microsoft's going to want to take care of that. They they, uh, they they have a gaming brand. They have the cloud backbone. They have uh, they like they have thirty five hundred games. But um, I, I think Google's at least going to want, definitely going to want to try because this is this is actually a really big arena that they want to play in. Yeah, it is. I mean,
1: putting Microsoft yeah. against Google in a fight like this
0: it's, yeah it's yeah gonna well hit. Apple's yeah. going to try too, but I I don't think that Apple could do it with with Apple Arcade because. Apple isn't really talking about a streaming service, right? They're just a game subscription service where they have like a hundred mobile games. Yeah,
1: right? I don't, it's not the same. It's mobile gaming, but it's like this generation's mobile gaming. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's just like making them into bundling yeah. them into, into yeah. subscription.
0: So mo- mobile, pl- like playing games on your phone, that's something that we all. Love to do. It's it's like a $70 billion a year business, and it's growing so fast. You know, it, it yes. only makes sense that, that like, the, the, the platform providers, Apple and Google, and um, not Microsoft because of Windows 10 Mobile, but, <laughs> and Google, like, they, they want to be there, and they're going to try to be there um, and be a, a first-party provider. But, obviously, um, Microsoft's going to make a play at this. Uh, Sony's going to, because they have the big gaming brands, you know, I'd love to see Microsoft team up with Nintendo and, and get some stuff done there.
1: Yeah, if, if they put Xcon on the Switch, I'm definitely subscribing.
0: I, uh, I, I, I'd be shocked if they didn't. Yeah, like, it, it only makes sense, really. It's about being available anywhere, and 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 you know what you know what else though? Like Microsoft doesn't have a handheld console. It would make total sense to to make the Switch their handheld console, and then the Switch has all the Switch games and all the Xbox games in one beautiful spot.
1: Exactly, and uh, that's I and mean, for Nintendo, it would also be great because it it would address the big complaint that people have with Nintendo consoles, oh, absolutely. which is it only has Nintendo games mostly.
0: So it's Listen, like. Listen, it, like Nintendo, they they make the the Switch as a hardware company, and if I if I'm an Xbox guy and I'm sitting there saying like Nah, I just like my Xbox because I play Halo and I love Halo and Gears of War, and Forza, and then and you know and then they 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 brought all these games to the Switch. I would buy a Switch in a heartbeat just so I can you know play Halo while I'm on a plane, you know, um, yeah. Although a streaming service might not work too well on a plane, but maybe you could download it. I don't know. Bring Game Pass and let us download games. They should do that. Yes. It would like. Yeah, you you would get a lot of Xbox people buying Switches if uh if this partnership happened. But we're we're heading down a path now. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all we got. You want to talk about Google Glass or no? I mentioned. Uh,
1: Probably should. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, You have to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. uh, yeah. So uh, Google Plus Enterprise Edition 2. We won't spend too much time talking about it, but uh, it uses Qualcomm Snapdragon XR1 chipset. It's better. It's faster. Um, I, I, you know, the the reason that that you know we, we were on the fence about whether to talk about this, but the reason that that I, I found this somewhat interesting is because it just reminds me so much of Hololens 2. Google has a different approach because it's just it's it's a dis- display that's to the top right of your your field of view. So obviously it's not meant to be an immersive experience like HoloLens, but it is supposed to be for enterprises. And uh, this is, I believe the third iteration of Google Glass. They had the first one and then they had an enterprise edition. Now they have this one. And so now they're a lot more focused on what this thing should be able to do rather than what it could do. And much like
1: uh, Microsoft. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Much like Microsoft with HoloLens. And uh, that, that's why, that's also why why I was glad it was next to XCloud in the notes because if um the, the X-Cloud announcement today was a shot at stadia uh this is more of a, a shot at hololens you know uh even if it's not a very good one <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the big deal there i, I guess the, yeah well the price is 999 uh, oh, wow. but okay. it, it seems to have a, a very similar use. well i mean it also has a much it just has that tiny little thing in the top right section of your view right so so um it's not a full immersive headset like a hololens hololens does a lot more but, um, yeah, it seems it seems to like like that uh, the remote assist type of thing to, uh, seems to be a big part of it. um it, it runs Android out now, so you can easily port apps to Google Glass, which is uh, probably uh, probably its biggest advantage. And um, yeah, that's Google Glass buy one nine ninety nine yeah, it's
1: much cheaper than the online at least, so there's that. yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. For businesses, it, it probably matters more for what you're you're trying to do and what platform you want to standardize on. Um, for consumers, you probably shouldn't ever buy either. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. for, <laughs> Like like, there's no real consumer application for this right now. Um, I, I bet Microsoft will get a consumer Hololens before Google Glass. I, I, I think that'll happen sooner rather than later. You know they're not committing to it. It's like maybe, like when I say sooner rather than later, I mean like maybe two, three years.
1: Yeah, that that's like a reasonable goal.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, you can do it for gaming more than anything else too. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause it's it's Microsoft. Yeah.
0: And Microsoft's big on gaming, but they're laser focused on gaming right now.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's grown. I don't know why. Like it, you have this this productivity focus they always have with every every product they have. And then all of a sudden, they care I, so much about gaming.
0: You know, like they, they had this big consumer push for a while uh, back with Windows Ten Mobile. You know, uh, <laughs> you know. Then they had groove Music Pass, and they were focusing on movies and TV, and and um, gaming is obviously a big part of that. And I, I always understood the gaming push for Microsoft because um, Windows is the only viable PC gaming platform. And so if you have the only viable PC gaming platform and you have a console, it only makes sense that you would try to bring these two things together and, and you have a massive strength there. And so, so I mean, gaming, obviously, there's a lot of money in gaming. Uh, Microsoft is in a unique position to offer it in a way that no one else can. And now they have the, the, the cloud uh, backbone to have a streaming service. Um, they have a VR play, even if it's not very good. Um, you know, um, Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, yeah, but well, well, they did windows mixed reality a while ago and they've made very few improvements since then. Um, we have some better headsets now, but you know, you still have to be wired to a PC. Um, you know, uh, but I mean, I, have always under understood the focus on gaming from Microsoft because they, they have these pieces that That can put them in a position that's stronger than anybody else. And um, you know I, I remember when uh, phil spencer was who's was the head of Xbox, anybody doesn't know. Um, he was promoted to the senior leadership team and and everybody was so confused about this. and it just made so much sense to me because um they really can provide more in gaming than than I think anybody else. yeah, they
1: have they definitely have a experience and they have a lot of things to back on bank on so yeah
0: yeah and 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 the thing about about windows being the only viable pc gaming platform is that, is that with the shift to mobile they they do want to be there even though they don't have their own mobile platform so i guess that's why xcloud is so important
1: yeah, yeah of course mobile is a massive market and of course they have to be there
0: all right, and, so that's all we got, right? Oh, wait, like, you got more? Uh, oh, yeah. I was just gonna <laughs> mention think...
1: the Switch again, because yes. as far as mobile gaming goes, that's the best place, really,
0: because yes. no,
1: <laughs> on no one likes playing on a touch screen. No Very few games work well on a touch screen.
0: I mean, nah, I, I, I mean, I think of the Switch as more console gaming uh, than mobile gaming, because I mean, when 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 we talk about uh, mobile gaming being a seventy billion dollar a year business. Um, is talking about phones mostly and like like games like candy Crush that bring in tons of money off of in-app purchases and stuff and and you know a lot of people put like like PUBG coming to phones like that's a big deal and a lot of people use it you know and and we're gonna see phones um like it's gonna continue to evolve and, and eventually it gets there you know yeah that's true but... I'm right, not a big a, fan of mobile gaming myself. That's I, I mean, I'm not either because I have an Xbox and a, and a beautiful 4K TV. You know? <laughs> um but but a lot of people are, and there's a lot of money in it. You know. Um all right, guys, that's all we got. Um next week we have Computex. So I wish I I wish I could go, man. I would love to go to Computex. Me too. You know? and... Well, it's it's just like it's such a, a PC focused event, and th- there's always a lot of cool stuff. And luckily, I know a lot of the cool stuff that's going to happen, and I can tell you, if you're interested in the PC space, um, it's going to be a good week.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: <laughs> I'm not usually the most uh, per-
1: the most focused person in terms of P- the PC market, because I-, I don't look for PCs that often. I, I usually yeah. know more about the phone market. So... Uh, that's why it's hard for me to talk about all these announcements that sometimes come with all the Lenovo laptops and all that. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: especially when it's usually dominated by laptops. Yeah, yeah, because there's always so many. Yeah, well, there will be a lot next week. I mean, um, I'm sure every major PC manufacturer will have some some laptops next week or, or some desktops. Um, you know, we'll probably see NVIDIA say something, Intel will have some announcements you know, so it should be should be good. I you know what I expect? I expect NVIDIA to announce uh quadro RTX. Uh, for, for mobile. For mobile it's about time. So, it's
1: yeah. the only <laughs> thing that's missing from the, the RTX, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so I, I expect to hear about that uh, next week. And that that's what I'm curious about. And it's it's the one thing, well, I don't know. You know, so um that's it. So come back next week. Uh, you wanna you wanna pimp out your Twitter?
1: <laughs> yeah, let me spell it out as usual. So you can follow me on Twitter at with the handle at Indospot. I am the right, I'm and, at
0: The Woods. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. See you guys.